0: Hey, everybody. This is a quick podcast just because I'm over the moon having just finished watching Wrexham versus Chesterfield. Uh, If you didn't watch the match, huge news. If you're not watching these matches live, but you're addicted to Welcome to Wrexham, I totally recommend buying this streaming pass. It's 80 pounds, best hundred bucks you'll spend. It's the only way to watch anything but highlights. So the big news is Wrexham just took the top of the National League table in the Vanarama National League. How they did that was the win today over Chesterfield. They were playing at home at the race course. And what was really interesting about this match is, you know, a couple of our wins this season have come down to, like the one was two Paul Mullen penalty kicks. Today, uh, Mullen, you know, he was shooting, but he wasn't scoring. He just, it was close. He was playing hard. You know, no, no disrespect. He was doing his usual top-notch job, but it just wasn't his day. Less than five minutes into the match, in the first half, Elliot Lee, who is just a freaking workhorse, he is just the little engine that could. Although he's not little, he's five eleven. He's you know, almost a foot taller than me, but he was just—he's just been a dynamo, harassing the other teams, and he knocked one in. Within the first five minutes, so we were one zero right away, and that was just awesome. And other things that I noticed, we had Layton and Goal today, and Chesterfield. You know, one of the guys missed a shot into their goal that Layton and the lads defended, and Rob Layton put an arm around the guy and was actually comforting him <laughs> for them not getting the point end against Wrexham. Their sportsmanship is just to me just so impressive and they always are just kind they're not you know out just grabbing on people and throwing them around and playing hard but this was just like really sweet A ton of cliff got smacked in the face a couple of times today. He had like tissue and then he went down again. And I swear it was like, they had to put a whole box of Kleenex up there. And the ref today was kind of interesting where a lot of late tackles and things that for other officials will get called as fouls. He was just kind of letting go unless there was just, even to the point where some people were like laying face down flat, they had been hurt and he just kept playing. Tunnicliffe seemed to be the exception because he was gushing blood to the extent he had to change his shorts at one point. Right away, so top of the match, we have 1-0, Elliot Lee scoring an, an early goal, and then he just ran his ass off the whole rest of the game. He was doing great. And then the Chesterfield, they got a yellow card for Jones, who was getting pushy with Mindy. That was early on into it. And then, you know, there was just a lot of stoppage time, a fair amount of stoppage time with Tunny Cliff taking a lot of face smacks. And then as we went into the first half, we only had five minutes of stoppage declared. So it was like, okay, we had this amount of time. And before the half ended, Dalby got a hold of one right at the end and took us in to 2-0 at halftime. Uh, Then we came back out, and right away, the Chesterfield captain got a yellow card. They ended up with three yellow cards, I think. I'm doing this off the top of my head so. Don't get mad if you listen and you saw a different number. I also noticed a lot of the Chesterfield keeper. He was just out, you know, trying to be a midfielder. I don't know. He was not staying in his box. And I really would have liked to have seen us come in behind when he was playing way, way out of the box and just have slammed one because I don't know. And they were using him really heavily. It was very different than how they use Layton. And I, I don't know. That was just kind of weird also I, I was live tweeting this game and i was supposed to be editing so of course i'm uh, i'm not editing because you can't you can't work while you're watching football and especially not a game that's exciting there was just a lot of back and forth the, the, just the teams you know one would take control one would take the other and they both had opportunities and set pieces and you know the score just wasn't moving after after halftime um layton was catching stuff um Ben Tozer was doing his solid throw-ins, and they had a couple of corner shots that they defended well. Uh, what was kind of funny, also, if you were watching, there was one time when the ball went out, and it was right by Phil Parkinson, and he just kind of you know, grabbed it and handed it over. So, hey, Phil had his hands in the game, too. At one point, the Wrexham home... Home fans were singing something. I had to actually ask somebody because I didn't know what it was. And someone sent me the link. Some very nice person in Wales was telling me what the song was uh, all through the night, I think. So I had not heard that. I just heard them singing and was really excited about it. And then Davies was in, Cannon was out, they brought in Big Ollie the crowd was going wild, just Ollie, Ollie, and which was really nice, and then they, they swapped Davies and Cannon, and I will say, like, Mindy was just playing so hard, he was just work, 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 he was a workhorse in this game, uh, and then it came down to, like, the last three minutes, we had, I don't know, like, six more, six more of stoppage, I don't know, but, um, Chesterfield did get one goal and it just it was really weird how it came like Rob Layton didn't move. I don't know if he almost had like a, at least from the camera angle I was watching, a deer in the headlights look so you know, obviously everything's hard to defend, but he didn't move. But that's okay. Because then we were three minutes away from, you know, taking the top spot in the league table. And then Chesterfield got another yellow card and it looked like a whole bunch of excessive sass going on with him complaining to the ref. And then Elliot Lee had a nice close call towards the end, but then that was it, 2-1. And what that means is if you're following the table, Knott's County was in the number one position with 83 points and 35 matches played. Wrexham was sitting two points behind them at 81, but with 33 matches played. So this was Wrexham's 30. Fourth match. They took that three points, which moved them from 81 to 84, putting them above Knott's County by one point with one game less still played. So worst case, if they tie the next one, say they end up with the same number of matches played and they tied, they'd still be then two points ahead. And if they took another W, you know, that could push them 87, 83. So this is just really exciting. If you are watching Welcome to Raxum, you should know that you were at the end of season one, you were seeing the end of the 2021 season because they purchased the team in November of 2020 And then they took over managing the team in February of 2021, which was like midway through the season, which runs from like August to the following May. So that season ended in May. And the the big deal was that there was one match at the end of that season. Well, kind of middle of the season. And if they won that one, then they would you know, have their promotion and it didn't happen. And then a third of the players were fired along with the management staff. And that's when Phil Parkinson and then they got Mullins and Palmer and all that. And it's really exciting. So if, if you watch the show, you know, there's a lot of heartbreak in there, but we are right now, just so close to promotion, sitting at the top of the table. So I uh, I actually tweeted my corrected table where I crossed out Knotts County's number one because uh, Vanorama hadn't updated it let, yet, and I was not going to not look at a pretty chart with us saying number one. So if you watched the match today, it was a good one. There was just nonstop action, um, you know, not a lot of penalty kicks or anything. The ref did not, you know, was not in the mood for any of that. Um, unfortunately Mullen didn't score, but you know, to me that that's a mixed bag because you don't want the team to rely on just Mullen. So it was great because then Lee had his and Dalby had his. And so it was nice to see everybody in there playing really hard. And then other players, you know, when Palmer came in, he was just All over the place, he was playing so hard. Mendy, the whole game was just playing hard, assist, taking balls, clever footwork. Just Now, I hope this is the right word for it, me being American, but I'm going to try it. I am totally chuffed about this one and about us coming up to the top of the table. Also, on Twitter and then on Reddit, I was seeing some conversation, and so I wanted to step into it, about needing a name for international fans of Wrexham. Uh, Someone had suggested Dragon Horde. That was one of them. Some other people had some other clever suggestions online. So I do think that we need an official fandom name for the people outside of UK and Wales that are cheering for Wrexham. Because there's a passionate fan base and it's growing. And especially now that we have taken Mm, the top of the national league and we are poised for promotion you hate to say it because you don't want to jinx it but man you love to say it Wrexham is number one in the national league as of their 2-1 victory over Chesterfield today February 28th 2023 go Red Dragons